pour yourself a cup of coffee. It's the Sunny Side Up Show with Edgar and Philip. Okay, so today we're doing kind of a serious episode. It may end up just being... 180 from yesterday. It may just... Yeah, because yesterday's dad jokes, that was... Too much. Too I also much. realized uh, as I listen to these episodes, I don't like my voice. Uh, not my voice. I'm sorry. I love my voice. Wow. My laugh. Your laugh. I'm not a big fan of my laugh. Okay. So maybe I, I, we can't really do it because this is a serious episode, but I may test out some laughs coming up. Okay. <laughs> just a heads up. Just give a little like different. Yeah. Okay. You're such a Like I feel up. like I kind of have like a high pitched. You do have. Kind of screeching you, laugh. You get into the. Like only yeah. dogs can hear you yeah. range for sure. So I may like eventually sort of go. So dumb. You're so dumb. Um, okay. So we say it's kind of a serious episode, but I actually imagine there might be a lot of laughing here. Uh, Cause one of the things that I do. Breaking up is a serious matter. Well, one of the things I do when I have a setback is I laugh. So today oh. we are talking about how to handle a setback. Yes. So we, you know, we want to do like a series of episodes where, you know, it isn't necessarily an advice show where someone writes us in, but maybe we just give general advice. And yeah, one of the things that everyone goes through setbacks. So how do you handle setback? What do you do with a setback? There's lots of different kinds of setbacks. We may even do separate episodes on like major ones, like a breakup or whatever, you know? Uh, But just in general, how do you handle a setback? Um, so I actually, I wrote out some like, it's kind of like my, ed, like Edgar personal strategies for handling a setback. Okay. Uh, but really it's just, I want to talk in general. Right. Um, but like things to do and things that anybody could do regardless of the situation. It may be a breakup. It could be, you know, you lost your job or your savings account had to be. Yeah. Know, like you any- had to. Yes. Any number of things. But these are like general things that you could do for any instance. Yes, for sure. Um, And I I imagine that most people uh, who have, you know, it's a little different when you're growing up. But once you kind of hit that adult world, it's a little it's a little bit tougher. I'm sure a lot of people have already experienced it and have some degree of of a plan, you know, a, a net to catch you. While you bounce back, if you if you must, yeah. Um, but you know, we kind of just want to give ours. Yeah, you know, maybe yeah. you've had setbacks where you're like, "How could I have handled that? Not necessarily better, but differently." Yeah, and, and to to your whole point about adulting and growing up, when you li- like when you live your life, you experience things and you learn from them, and I think. A lot, you know, I I know a lot of people who, when they they have a setback, it doesn't necessarily become a learning experience for them, which unfortunately leads to more setbacks down the line. Yeah. So for me, the number one, like one of the number one things is assessing that setback and learning from it. So that could mean learning from a mistake you made, or that could mean. What do you do when you suffer a setback like this? Did it right. work that you moped around and? cried or did it work that you did something else and yeah. changed something you know what i mean right. um so I, I i to me that's sort of like the biggest thing when it comes to a setback um but just like overall in general um I, you know for me i've always 
I've always looked at it this way where you're you're going to suffer you're going to suffer setbacks. Yeah. If you yeah, expect it's it. It's part of the human experience. Exactly. And if you expect it, you're not necessarily surprised when it happens. Yes. Um now that means you could be very proactive. Now you you talked about uh, financially. So say you've been say, like you have a safety net or whatever. That is you planning for a potential maybe setback down the line. That's where, what a savings account is for. Yeah, when maybe yeah. you lose your job or maybe you have to replace uh, uh, an expensive part in your car. Or maybe you have to do something like that. So it's, I guess what I'm arguing for here is being preventative. Yeah, um, like, and that's just one example where you can see it like in your hands, which is it's money. But otherwise, like mentally, like prepare yourself mentally for it's uh, like it's like a an per- emotional setback. It's like in a a personal doomsday prep. Yes, like yes. you're preparing yes. for a potential bad time. Do you do that? Do you go through like all yeah. the scenarios for sure? Oh, with yeah. anything I'll, like starting a new friendship or relationship, I start thinking about that kind of stuff. Yes, for and sure. uh, it's more so my biggest stress is always money. Mm. You know, like making sure that in any situation that You're covered. I'm covered. Right. So that's always something that I try to play out like, OK, you know, I'll sit down and budget out like, all right, what would like three months of rent and bills be for me? Right. You know, how much money do I need to set aside that if I did lose my job or I got into a car accident or something right. happened where I could not work for a brief period of time? What would I need to at least keep a roof over my head and, right. to, you know, make sure that my lights stay turned on? I can right. still drive my car, all right. those different things. So, right. um, yeah, I, I think setbacks, obviously, number one thing should be setting up some type of preventative yes. or something to prepare for if that happens. Yes. But with that said, it will happen. It happens oh, yeah. to me. Look, it happens to me all the time, and I happen to live a pretty privileged life. It happens to you. It happens to, it happens to the like the most like the richest person who has yeah. everything. It happens to that person, and it happens to the poorest person who has nothing. Um, and not even about money. Like we're just talking about money now because that's what we we're talking about. But yeah. just in life and in general. Oh yeah, I mean, it's gonna happen. Everyone's gonna to experience you. a breakup. Oh yeah. You know. Oh yeah. It's, absolutely. It's yeah, or a rejection, yeah, or you know something in the family, and those are always the toughest, right? Um, and I guess now we we can get into it happened. What like what do you do? So yeah. if say let's come up with a scenario, um, you have a setback, uh, a personal setback, maybe in your family, you know. To what degree though? I guess that's true because it, it could be like it could vary very widely. Yeah. Say like like uh, the loss of a family member versus right just being estranged from that family member. Right. Well, yeah. Let's talk about estrangement because I think that's something that a lot of people yeah go through. Yeah. Sometimes it's your immediate family. Sometimes it's your extended family. Yeah. And that can be tough. Um. My my and you know what I can really say this is a blanket. Um, statement for I think every um, every type of setback but my thing that I always focus on it during a setback is surrounding myself with positive yes vibes. positivity I don't really want to use the term energy because it sounds kind of hippie-ish to Chakras. me Chakras. Uh, yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, I need, to, yeah <laughs> I need to reset my uh the yeah no, none of that but basically just like 
maybe surround yourself with people who are positive because if you get around other people who are going through tough times too, you kind of just like are just both complaining about your setbacks. 100%. And I totally agree with that. There's not really any support there. You know, if you surround yourself with people who aren't, you know, and they're like, look, you'll bounce back. You know, they're that because when you hit a setback mentally, you could go any direction. You know, right. yeah, there are those people who are immediately like, it's OK, I'll be fine. It's all part of life. But then there are the people who are like, it's over. We're, you know, I, I can't bounce back from this, stuff like that. So that I think that's to- for me. I, absolutely. I think that it, like you hit the nail on the head. Positivity. Now, um, before I get into what I'm going to say, I will say one, one piece of advice that I give a lot of people actually is do you are allowed to feel sad and you're allowed to feel disappointed, feel it. Just don't wallow in it. Mm -hmm. Don't live in it, feel it, experience it, move on. And I, I I think a lot of people suppress stuff. They're like, Oh, there's this 100%. It doesn't affect me. They suppress it and it bottles up. Um, but that being said, um, back to the positive thing, I think that's much more important because, like you said, sometimes it becomes a vicious cycle, especially when you're dealing with your family yeah. and friends. Oh, yeah. And it, it can become this, like, loop. And yeah. you need someone to be positive to break it. Right. Um, to make sure that you're still sticking to your, the, your daily routine, the things that make right. you mentally healthy on a right. daily basis, like socializing, yes. eating correctly, like all those so, kinds of things. Speaking of that, that's one of my personal tips is keep your routine. Yes. I think yeah, keeping your sure. routine helps push like push those thoughts and feelings away yes. uh, to a certain extent, but then you can deal with them appropriately. Right, because it's more of like an escape, you know, is to kind of continue to do the things – that bring you joy, you know, if it, it could even be something as small as continuing to watch a TV show, you know, just making sure that you keep your personal interests, right. You know, still going, still right. flowing. Right. Uh, yeah. I think that's, that's extremely important because if, sure. if you stop doing that then you stop doing everything and well, it, 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 sometimes you'll suffer a setback that you just cannot control. Like something happens that you can't control it's in god's hands like you had nothing to do with it and there was nothing that could happen but now you're living it there is no point in wallowing in it and being sad about it when just keep your routine even if you're not happy even if you're not feeling up for it keep your routine you know why because this is the most cliched sort of uh, answer and thing given out um but it's true time heals Time heals all. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And if you keep your routine and you push forward, keep keep moving forward, um, I think, you know, 99% of the time, you start feeling better. You right. start being more positive and you start accepting. I think acceptance is a big part of setbacks, too. Yeah. Um, certainly, there's some setbacks where you're like, no, I don't accept it. I will do better. Things will get better. Yes, but sometimes there's something you just can't control, and it is what it is, and you just need to be able to, like, move move forward. Yeah, you know, with your life. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it's definitely very essential for for the mental side of of moving forward. Yes, mental health yeah. so important for sure. Because I mean that that could be your your biggest worst enemy in in terms of a setback is is. Cause you kind of lose that momentum that you had going. 
the the forward progression in life. Yeah. And if you lose that, I mean, it's you know, it's a snowball effect. Then you start losing your ability to eat healthy and exercise and socialize and do all these different right. things. Um, so yeah, yeah, definitely, uh, totally, totally, definitely keep the routine. And so something along what you said, um, I, I think it's important to also realize that you can start whenever. So say you've suffered a setback and you've been sad about it and maybe you're not able to move forward for a while. Um, it's not too late to start up a routine to start moving forward. Yeah. Find that something ha- else. Yeah. That happens. That happens yeah. all the time. And sometimes, you know, what's so funny is sometimes you don't even realize you're doing it. Like you'll suffer a setback that you don't really think about in a certain mm-hmm. way. And then you realize like, Oh, I just wasted this day and I didn't do anything. And I'm feeling sad for myself. And I didn't even realize it. Yeah. That happened. And that's kind of scary. I think that's kind of scary. By the way, I'm not advocating for always be working all the time. Never like, no, enjoy yourself. And, and here's where I, I would even chime in to kind of help with where you're going there is if like, let's say you have a breakup or even if you lose your job or something happens, maybe use as an opportunity to do something you've always wanted to do. You know, or something True. that you'd want to do for yourself. Maybe True. all that time you were spent working, you know, while you're looking for another job and trying to move forward, maybe pick up a hobby. Absolutely. You know, maybe Absolutely. add something uh, to you, the the routine. You Absolutely. know, just something to kind of spice things up. Absolutely. You know, keep you moving. Um, I know a lot. I, I mean, I've had friends. I think it's great advice. I've had friends who quit. You know, or they'd get fired from a job and be like, well, I don't, re- I'm tired of doing this. I kind of want to, I need some time to figure out and they go travel. Yeah. You know, and sure, maybe they throw themselves into a little bit of credit card debt, but they come back with a plan Yeah, you know, they come back and they're like, this is what I want to do. Yeah. This is my, you know, my next step. Right. Um, so yeah, maybe just take a chance to get away. Yeah. I like that. I, I think that's, that's pretty good advice. Um, not that you should like run away from your problems no, 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 or no, anything, no, no. but no. yes, I agree. But take a little you time, step away. Cause even sometimes you time is so important. Yeah. You time is so yeah. important. And I feel, you know, what's so funny is I feel like nowadays it's very, sometimes it's frowned down upon, you know what I mean? It could be seen as like, not necessarily like selfish, but, but a little bit, you know but what that's, I mean? That's, that's in, and I feel that's more of an America thing. You know, because, you know, 100% the ideology within the U.S. is that two weeks paid vacation is the norm. Right. Whereas in other countries, you know, you get six weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, More. Yeah. Yeah, Oh, yeah. I feel like there's something like Italy or Germany or something does like three months up to three months off. Yeah. Because they're like, no, people will need that. You know, it's like a summer. Right. You know, I feel like honestly. If if I could have transitioned into being an adult and still had summer vacation, it would have made life a little bit oh like yeah. so much better. Yes, yeah, for sure. You know, just to kind of have that time off, for sure. Just kind of get away and figure some things out, but for sure, yeah. You know, um, uh, uh, you already mentioned this before, but I, I think one of the big things to do is to surround yourself with friends, to surround yourself with people who you yeah. trust and who you can. You know, make conf- you laugh, make you laugh. You yeah. can confide in, um, you can just share a meal. And honestly, you don't even have to talk about what's going on. You just need that connection, that human connection. I, I think that's totally yeah, invaluable. I, the thing that I, I've always valued about my friends too, is that 
when I'm down and I let them know that I'm down, they'll still be honest with me. You know, like when you when you go through that period where you start devaluing yourself, you know, if you have a breakup, you're like, well, nobody's ever going to love me. And you start oh, seeing yeah. all your flaws. And then someone's like, you know, I've, I've had friends be like, no, that was all the brainwashing she did during your fights. You know, stop viewing yourself as anything less than what you are. Right. Just because somebody doesn't see the value. 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 Right. Um, so no, I, yeah. Friends, you need friends to put things into perspective to, to unbiased. Right. You know, cause if you take, uh, for instance, somebody like Kanye West who surrounds himself with nothing but yes, men, no one ever gives him the honest truth. And oh, so wow. that kind of like takes further over here, hot takes over here. I mean, we've had this conversation though. Many a times, he doesn't have anybody to keep him attached to reality. Well, I think I think that he's um, he's not like a nor. I I wouldn't consider him like a normal person. No, you know what I mean, but he's- Kanye West also has setbacks for sure. For so, sure. So, but I think that- we all do. Well, and it goes back to the whole point of like anybody can have a setback. Right. Literally, anybody. exactly. Literally anybody. So for me, I, I think it's just it's good to have those. I think it's the people you should the people you trust are the people that you should have there. Because I would say that I have friends that I wouldn't 100% confide in them. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm absolutely. saying? Absolutely. So Yeah, you have to find that one person. Yeah. Um, just make sure it's the right people, right. I guess is or what I'm people, trying to not, say. Or people, not just one person. But yes. Um, absolutely. Like absolutely. I don't I wouldn't tell you. Oh damn. <laughs> wow. I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> just um, kidding. <laughs> heartbroken over here. Uh, yeah, I, I, sort of my last point here is something that it seems so simple and so easy. Um, but honestly, it, it's something that I had a problem with. And you sort of mentioned this earlier is when something went bad, like say, okay, for example, we're, we're, we're on a trip, we're traveling. Okay. We've traveled before. Um, and we had like something goes wrong on our trip, like something that's not supposed to happen or we're off our itinerary or blah, or something (laughs) happens. The first instinct that I used to have when I traveled was to be overwhelmed and freak out. My first instinct was like, oh, no, what do we do? This totally ruins everything. Now we're like blah, blah, blah. So my other sort of piece of advice is to find your inner calm, to become calm. And it's not necessarily because I'm like, yo, chill out. You can still be (laughs) passionate and things mess up and you can be passionate about it. But you can be clear headed when you're calm. Because I've realized, like, uh, you know, some of my more recent trips where I've been a little more open and and, and willing to go with the flow and you're much more calmer and open, like open headed, open minded, you really um, start to enjoy yourself in a different way. And you realize to let go of those little things. Right. Um, And that's just one example, like going on a trip, but just in life and in general, like. You, you get in a car accident. What's the best thing to do? Stay calm. Yeah. You know, one of the biggest things that I, I hear and some, I think I heard it in a movie recently, but I've heard people say it to me before. It's like people f- sometimes just to forget to breathe. Yep. You know, we become surrounded by so many other things that, and you get so yeah, and you ramped just, up. Yeah. And uh, that anxiety builds and the, the nervousness. Uh, right. Yeah. So just find things that are going to help recenter you back. 
for sure. You know, I think for, for sure. both of us, I'd say music. Oh yeah, is absolutely. a big one. Is big. Find that find that music that like just kind of helps bring peace back to your mind. Yes. You know, do you have a particular artist off the top of your head? Cat Stevens. <laughs> of course. Simon and Garfunkel. Oh, yeah, I was gonna say Simon and Garfunkel. Simon and Garfunkel. <laughs> there, there are. Do you have particular music that call, like that you go to when you want to get calm? Uh, yeah. Uh, there's an artist, uh, Agnes Obel. Mm. Uh, she did the theme song for Big Little Lies, that piano theme. Oh, in I the love beginning. that. I yeah. love that. Yeah. yeah. She's like, it's all just like very dreamy. That's it's awesome. just like her and a piano. Do you listen to? lo-fi hip-hop beats for study <laughs> no i feel like you'd be into that i will say though uh kanye is one of those um, that like he keeps me in the like i still gotta stay on my hustle you know oh, on your hustle interesting you know i for me Probably like that daft punk song that he did stronger yeah for me like like music that I, music affects me emotionally so much. Like I'm such an emotional person. So music, like that's why you listen to Drake a lot. I do, but if I listen <laughs> to like super sad music, it can make me sad. Like Sam Smith. But something, yeah, exactly. Like Sam Smith, and sometimes I want that. Like I want to listen to that. Ooh, um, whoa. Okay, hold on. I mean? Sometimes so you want the sad. You want the sad. So that's interesting. You're talking about embracing the negativity. Well, sometimes, but not all the way. Of course. You know, so what do you do in that sense? Because for some people, that could take you down that rabbit hole. Like it just care, it just holds your hand well, as you you go further. So what do you? What's your anchor? Well, so that's that's an interesting question. I think it depends on the type of person. Because I okay. think I would, you know, for me, I will never allow myself to get to that point necessarily. Okay, so you know what I mean. So that's never been an issue for me. I'd like to uh, let's let's get very personal. Okay, sure. Uh, and let's go deep. And, this and, is a serious, and very serious episode. here. Do you consider yourself a mentally stable person? Yes. Okay. I okay. Would, I would. Would you consider yourself a mentally stable person? Not, not at all. Interesting. I deal with anxiety and depression. So I because I've I've but, had moments where I will latch on to that, and then I go further down, and I end up becoming more destructive. Because I didn't cut it off right from the beginning. I didn't right. immediately say, "Okay, no, I need to listen to happy music. I need to be around positive people." Sometimes I would just kind of go with the flow of the negativity. I'd be around other people that are also struggling, mm -hmm. you know, and that kind of centered with with the music. Well, I would end up becoming destructive. See, the, okay, this is a good episode idea for later on that we should definitely get into because I think that's totally um fascinating um but if just to touch on it a little bit on this episode um that's interesting because i feel like you know i will never be able to understand what you go through because i just I, me personally i don't go through what you go through right when it comes to depression anxiety that doesn't mean that i don't get depressed that doesn't mean that i don't feel anxious uh, but it doesn't afflict me in the same right. way. Um, but there are other things that afflict me that maybe don't necessarily afflict you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and uh, how art relates that, like music, and yeah. how that makes us feel and express. But That's like, super interesting. But you, so you consider yourself an emotional person? Just it's always stable. Yeah, you're I'm, always I'm, in control of your emotions. Yes, I, it, 
So my question to you is, do you ever sometimes just feel like listening to sad music? Just cause. Oh yeah. But it would, but without being afraid that it would take you down a, a but, rabbit. And sometimes hole. I have been in happy states and had listened to the sad music. And then I'm reminded of sadness, Oh. a trigger for me. And it's funny that when, if I'm ever listening to this album, my wife goes, Oh, you must be sad. Oh. And that's man on the moon. Oh, Kid Cudi, yes. Yeah, especially like soundtrack to my life. Like that's a sad song. Yeah, absolutely. And the moment she hears that song, she's like, "Oh, you're depressed." Isn't it funny how there's certain music that you go to for that, and yeah. people like know, "Oh, you're in this type of mood." Oh yeah, like yeah. you're this type of a mood. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, that's super fascinating. Because um, I I would consider myself like I even I think even you would agree like I'm a very like I get emotional. I get emotional and I can get, but you always keep it in check. I can get frustrated. I can get happy. I can get sad. Um, but I've never had necessarily the fear that like, if I listen to too many sad songs, I'll just be sad. Yeah. Um, it, you know, I think one time we had this kind of funny discussion. We were like making playlists for something and I, you know, and play like in a lot of the playlists that I appreciated growing up and seeing, they would add like, they would add ups and downs to the Mm -hmm. playlist I remember you saying like, why wouldn't you just go all the way up? And I was like, because I want those like dips and valleys. Sometimes right. you want all this, like this awesome song, this hyper, like, you know, pump you up song. And then this like slightly melancholy song. And to me that like fluctuation and emotion like totally works for me. Uh, but for some people, I guess it'd be much better to stay on one track. Yeah. Um, that's super interesting. Yeah. I don't Cause know. I know for a fact that like, if I'm really depressed and concerned that I could fall down that rabbit hole, then I would, I would not listen to Kid Cudi at all. Because it would take you there. Yeah, because I know, and there's other right. artists like that. But do you find comfort like, in it too? Like, if you're sad, you listen to that music to maybe pull sometimes. you from it. Um, because to me, that's like for speaking of Kid Cudi, like Kidsy Ghost. When I'm feeling really depressed, I'll listen to that album. Yeah. Um. And I start feeling better. I mean, one of the songs on that album is literally about this whole episode, what we're talking about, you know, keep, keep moving forward. Yeah. Keep moving forward. Um, yeah. There are times, there are times too where if it doesn't, if I don't fall down that rabbit hole, um, then to me, something like Kit listening to Kid Cudi would be kind of me like acknowledging and kind of standing up. Like, I know I'm sad. Yes. But. I've got it. Yes. Which goes back to the point we made earlier. Acknowledge and accept. Yeah. Acknowledge and accept. Um, because like, back, I, for I, sure. I'll be the first to tell people that it did take me a very long time to reach this point as I'm about to turn 30. And I think I've just now figured out the grasp um, uh, on how to handle my depression. Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, I can acknowledge when it's happening and I immediately tell other people. Like if I'm at That's home good. and it hits me and like, I start hey, feeling sad, I'll turn to my so wife know, and be like, I'm, I'm hey, feeling. I'm feeling this way. If I get any negativity or I start acting a certain way, this is the reason why. And I kind of know now that it, you know, it comes in waves and yep. I kind of have like a little kit set aside. It's right. like, here are the things that I know are going to make me happy. Yeah. You know, I'm going to eat Taco Bell six days a week and, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. 
that's um, it that sort of goes back to everything we talked about yeah, yeah you're right accept you, it the, accept it admit it and continue it, your routine it, yeah you know like um I, I remember uh the the first time my dad filed for bankruptcy oh wow he was so ashamed right of course and it was very early on yeah. You know, he just, he got a big job. He started making a lot of big purchases. And then eventually it was like, okay, your money's not competing with right. what you're spending your money on. So he had right. to file for bankruptcy. The second time he owned up to it. You know, he said it proudly when we were out with other families. He'd be like, I just filed for bankruptcy. All right. This is the part of my life I'm at. We can't wow. eat at these restaurants, but you know. Wait, he filed twice? Yeah. Wow. Well, I believe so. I want to wow. say, yeah. Wow. Very, very early on and then later uh, on, like high school years right. for me. Right. Um, and that must have been super stressful for your family. It was the first time around. Yeah. Because it was kind of like, all right, we're going to go from living in a million dollar home to smaller house. Yeah. Like moving from a big house to a small house and then right the second time moving out into the country. My dad's a city guy, so we held on to that city <laughs> for as long as possible. See, that's that would be so that was his strategy for that setback, that financial setback was accepting it and owning it. Yeah. And learning from the first time around. And learning from the first time around. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. That's yeah. That's invaluable advice, I would say. Yeah. For sure. For sure. I mean, you know, I have a younger brother and I, I try to te- like he doesn't want to listen to me. He's like, whatever, like it's so dumb. But I try to impart this with him, which is, you know, the setback will happen. Yeah. Um, but it's not the end of the world. Now, I'm saying that with, in general, like 90% of setbacks, obviously there are setbacks where it's just horrible, like a, a super horrible health thing or a car accident and, and people die. Like, I know that stuff happens. That's not what we're talking about. Right. We're talking about, you know, things that people live through yeah and you know uh my mom my mom and i we always joke around that uh life is suffering we always talk about life is suffering my mom's very um uh catholic but she has a sense of humor uh but of course catholicism is all about suffering life is suffering and um even though i'm not a religious person i actually totally agree with that uh, sentiment, which is life is suffering because you that's what makes us human is our perseverance that we persevere through it that we're like yeah this sucks like the everything is going there man just like recently i had like a couple weeks where like everything that could go wrong was going wrong you didn't get your tesla like i didn't get my Tesla. no (laughs) like everything was going wrong and you're like okay but let's let me assess what i what what's what i do have um and i'm not talking about like material things but like just everything in your life, you know, try to stay positive, find the most, like the silver lining in anything, find the positive thing in anything as minute as it can be, because that thing, like you said earlier, can snowball and you can snowball it into more positivity, more good. Um, and then you can pull yourself out of that funk. I think another one too, is that remember that other people who've gone through this before, you know, there are a lot of resources out there. You know, people have written books about it, oh, articles yeah. online. You, you can communicate with people through social media about this kind of stuff. But, I mean, there are always people that will help. Like, Reach out to yeah. anybody. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, join communities or whatever you need to do. But, um, 
you know, just always remember that there's going to be people out there who, who will support you. That support system is, is very important. I think, um, as you progress forward, 100%. So, yeah. All right. Well, good. I think that's our views on, uh, on setbacks. Um, a little bit of a serious episode. (laughs) I think we just Uh, lost our children demographic. You think we lost our children demographic. Uh, but no, I, I think it's, you know, that's again, speaking of life. You have your ups and downs, and sometimes you need to talk about this kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, so the you know the, we wanted to, we had We're it. Trying to keep it real. We're trying to keep it real <laughs> for sure, for sure. <laughs> oh, that would have been a perfect time to test out a laugh. Oh, darn it! Oh, okay. Nope. Well, I need. Well, I need to deal with this setback, which is <laughs> Philip's weird laugh. <laughs> so we will uh, talk to y'all tomorrow. That has been our episode for the day. Don't worry, tomorrow will be a much very different, very different. Um, as always, if you like our show, if you like our advice, because uh, that's kind of one thing that I, I, I think our show. You're sort real of, high on yourself with the advice you. You like to go out and tell people that I you're an my... expert. Look, I, I tells it how it is. I tells it how it is. Yeah. If you like our advice, reach out to us at uh, dailysunnyside at gmail.com. Um, and listen to us everywhere that you listen to podcasts. But please, please leave us a review. Those mean the most to us. And we'll talk to you tomorrow.